0: Imagine believing in Bitcoin so much that you sold everything you had and pledged to live the truly decentralized life. That describes Didi Taihuti to a T.
1: Sell the house! Buy Bitcoin! Sell the car! Buy Bitcoin! Sell the kids! Wait, (laughs) Don't, don't sell the kids.
0: No, don't sell the kids. But today, we're going to speak with Dee about what motivated him to sell all the things, except the kids, and live the Bitcoin life. We'll also hit you up with a bad coin update, and maybe we'll burst into song. You never can tell. You don't have to sell everything to listen to the show. In fact, all you have to do is listen. And we're glad you're here for episode number 265 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five.
1: All right, episode number 265 is kicking off here with Mr. Jocom. I got to tell you, they say it's your birthday.
0: They would be correct.
1: It's my birthday too, yeah.
0: Well, no, it's not. Yours is in a couple weeks.
1: That's true. So, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, Mister Jolcom. Happy birthday to you. I bought you a
0: coin, and I got one for me too. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Thank you. Yes, uh, Cinco de Mayo has been my birthday every year, amazingly. It's like a repeat performance. But what's really interesting about this one is I'm turning 55. I have turned 55. And it's my birthday is on 5-5, and I'm 55. And I can never drive 55, so send me Bitcoin. Everybody, send me Do
1: Bitcoin. It. Do it. Send him Bitcoin. He loves it. It's his favorite. Or go mine BadCoin. If you don't want to send him any Bitcoin, at least go mine BadCoin for yourself. Yeah, because
0: over 300 people are, and we're going to talk about that in a moment. But first, let's give shout out to our sponsors for the show. First of all, Divi, uh, I just actually got back, Travis, from three weeks on the road. You and I were together in France for the uh, the Paris Blockchain Summit, and then you left. I spent a week in Italy, and then I went to Dubai to uh, be a moderator at the uh, AI Everything conference. Dubai is amazing, dude. Absolutely amazing.
1: It sounds like you had a horrible time leading up to your 55th birthday, huh? It was great, but I'll tell
0: you what, when we're recording this, I've not yet been home 24 hours, and I'm seriously jet-lagged, so if I step all over my words, that's why. But my point in saying that is I came back and I launched my Divi wallet to see what kind of rewards my two masternodes had earned, and dude, the Divi is coming in strong. I'm loving this project. It's divi You can install your own master node in one click and boom, you're earning crypto without having to go through some crazy kind of setup process. The support is fantastic. I actually needed a little support when I was setting it up, emotional support really, and uh, went to their telegram, which is t.me forward slash Divi support. And fantastic. It's working like a charm. And
1: we're glad that they are sponsors of the show. That's great. And also we want to give a huge, huge shout out to our new sponsor, Blue Share. Blue, Blue, share, share. Is, Blue share. You actually met them in Dubai, right?
0: I did. And, and I conducted a brief interview. We're going to have an extended one here in a bit. But I've got a five minute piece that uh, we're going to be sharing here in an episode really soon. Hey,
1: maybe did you make a video of it?
0: I did not make a video. I did oh, take I thought, pictures. I know you
1: did two videos. I was like, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but some big news has happened. And we got unbanned from YouTube. We've not actually mentioned that on the show yet. That is true. So our YouTube channel is back up in action. Got to check out BlueShare. BlueShare is a Swiss company, uh, trusted, secure. It's a cool blockchain. It's, it's, a, it's a digital investment. So BlueShare security tokens are tokenized equity. It's capital participation shares of a company called Interprom Mining, which is a Swiss-based consolidated company. Uh, They're the first business in the world to offer its traditional equity capital participation shares on Ethereum blockchain. So STOs, those types of things, Uh, they're offering um, capital appreciation and dividends, mobility, security, and liquidity to all the stakeholders. That's a whole lot. But go check it out. It's blueshares.io, Swiss company doing uh, security tokens. Might be something worth checking out, folks. Looks pretty
2: cool. Who's
0: That's right. It's time for the Bad Coin update, keeping you guys up to speed on what is happening with everybody's favorite mineable cryptocurrency. Uh, as of now, Travis, I think the chain has been live a couple weeks. Is that is that right? Can't remember the exact day we went live with it, but I think it's been live a couple weeks.
1: Well, the the exact day that it went live, the genesis block was mined on April twelfth. But uh, we had to run some bugs and some testing the first uh, week or so before we really went live because we had to test. There's five different algorithms on this blockchain, folks. And so, you know, depending on the device you're connecting with, that depends on which one of those algorithms that you connect with. And a lot of folks are connecting to the YesScript algorithm. That's the one that MacBooks and PCs can connect to. And the rewards that are happening in there are pretty amazing. People are pretty happy about that. And um, yeah, so we've been going since the 12th. I think the original first where it really started kicking off is when you and I, Joel, were we finally mined a block and we had it all set up and the testing was all done. That was on the 23rd of April. So, so were we in France when that happened? Yeah, when that. Yeah, we're on. ten days. Yeah. We're ten days in now hmm. on this. Well, no, well, no, no, ten, no, you 10 were,
0: days as of recording, but Sundays when this episode's coming. Yeah, out, so out. that'll so be twelve re- days. Rephrase
1: it. Yeah, so we got twelve days in. Here's on Cinco de Mayo. And, you know, we got over 300 concurrent devices mining. 300 different people on different BadCoin addresses mining already. It's, it's so simple. We've had people – well, I wouldn't say that it's simple, but it's, it's definitely a challenge. You can go to badco.in forward slash mine to get the mining document. And if you've never mined before – go test it out see we, we've tried with people of different age groups and different you know different parts of the world and different genders and everybody everybody's able to figure it out so, i would say about 70% of people are able to figure it out on their own and then there's a group of people who you, ch-
0: you keep changing what you're going to say it's super easy well it's not that easy well, everybody's figuring it out easy, well, 70% well it depends on which device you're using
1: like dude it was so easy on the macbook right it was like yeah, dude it took no time was. at all but if you got a pc sometimes the pc is hard because you don't know, do you have an AMD processor? Do you have an Intel one? Is it a core? Is it a blah, blah, blah? So if you have a PC, there's a little bit of finagling you got to do, but we got all the instructions in there. So it, it's interesting. I would say that, you know, the, the, the comments that we've gotten back are extremely positive. They're like, oh, my God, this is so fun. It's great watching bad coin come in every couple minutes, you know. And so people who have always maybe wanted to mine, Mr. Comp and never could because they don't understand how the big warehouses work and they don't want to get started. Now you can just do it with your laptop, man. It's freaking easy.
0: It really is. And so uh, in the show notes for this episode, you'll find all the links, but you'll also find them at badcoin.net. That's got everything you need. But the short link for mining is badcode.in forward slash mine. The short link for your swap, if you've got bad coin, the old bad coin on bit shares, badcode.in forward slash swap. And uh, since the last episode, we now have set up an official discord. So you know, there's a lot of people going to our telegram to talk badcoin, And that's... that's... That's fine. You could do that. But if you want to really get the attention of the developers and the BadCoin community, go to badcode.in forward slash discord and uh, and join the discussion
1: there. These are exciting times, Mr. Travis, right? Yeah, we are going to be launching a Bitcoin talk thread, which apparently every coin that's any coin, they have to launch one of those. Um, We've opted out of doing a white paper, but I think we might need to put one together. Just because, you know, a lot of people need to see that if they want to invest or, you know, mine a token. So if there are any really technical writers out there maybe who have written some, some um, white papers in the past who would love to maybe help us. You know, we have the, the data, but a lot of times it needs to be more technical and we can connect you to the developers to get some of that technical stuff. But I'd really like to have somebody in our community helping us or multiple people in our community helping us construct the white paper. I think that would be an awesome thing. And and we're looking for people that want to set up more
0: mining pools. You know, right now there's the main ones. Um, but to truly decentralize this, we need mining pools all over the place. We need people swimming in different pools. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if that's something you're interested in doing and setting up a pool, then jump into the Discord and talk about that. And also super exciting, Travis, is we met some folks at the uh, South by Southwest Conference In Austin, that make custom socks. And we now have official bad crypto bad coin socks. And I'm not sure you know exactly what we're going to do with them. We only ordered 100 pairs to start. And uh, they're pretty badass. Maybe we'll put a picture of them on the website
1: that's true yeah we got those set up you know one of the things as you know we're launching Badcoin. we wanted to make some cool Badcoin socks we're going to be talking to different folks at different exchanges and different interesting people that maybe have been on our show and whatnot that was kind of our first thought maybe later on we'll we'll buy some buy some more socks for so so other people can buy them if they want them or something or maybe exchange bad coin for them down the road or something who knows
0: yeah p- perhaps um i would love for you know what uh, this thing to get on some exchanges. So again, if you guys know anybody in exchanges, you know we we, we may or may not be talking to some. And you know, I can't mention any names, but you know we did apply for one exchange. That we can actually we
1: actually can mention it.
0: Um, well, because it rhymes with fry pants, and so uh-huh. you know that's all I wanted to
1: say. Yeah. And we have application in progress, which is no guarantee of being accepted at all is what that means. But we are—we do have our application in progress and in some other places as well. And, you know, if you work for an exchange or know some people who work for an exchange and they're fans of bad crypto or they have like the show or maybe they, maybe they hate us, I don't know. Uh, we'd love to have a conversation with them because the more exchanges that we can get on, these miners are going to have more liquidity with the coins that they mine. And here's the deal. They're using real electricity to mine these coins. So it's the same principle as Bitcoin. Really, you can't say they're worthless anymore because people are paying for power, especially if they're using one of those. They're on the Shaw uh, algorithm or the, the Gretzel or the Skyn algorithm because those are using really big GPUs and some of the people are spending some, some money on electricity mining bad coins. So I could, I, we can say that it is no longer worthless because people are putting in real value into it to mine it.
0: Yes, script and Gretzel and Skyne. Oh, oh my. my. <laughs> Good stuff. And I'm gonna say this every time we do a bad coin update. If you've got bad coin and bit BitShares, do the swap. Get it off there. I don't want when we when that thing is shut down in a few months. I don't want to hear anybody whining and complaining because they didn't get their coin. So go do it. Get your bad coin coin off bit shares onto the new chain yeah you got you know you got some time as of now it'll probably be late summer or so but um it, it eventually it will get turned off
1: yeah our developer said that last time i chatted with him uh, it was nearly 50 million has already been transferred over so wow that's a lot so i'm considering that, that whenever we did the airdrops people were getting 10,000 a pop so make sure that you get over there and do that and let's move on
0: Now, I don't know if anybody's ever going to become somebody living the bad coin lifestyle, but our guest, Didi Taihutu, is one who is living the Bitcoin life, and we had an opportunity to interview him. Let's go ahead and get to that.
1: Ross Ulbricht is serving a double life sentence without parole for all nonviolent charges. He is a first-time offender, and no victims were named at trial. Ross is condemned to die in a cage because he made a website called Silk Road that allowed people to exchange what they chose using Bitcoin as long as no third party was harmed. Please help. Sign and share the petition at freeross.org to commute Ross's sentence and bring him home.
0: As we travel down these crypto highways and byways, we encounter people With stories, and you know, we've heard about some of the people who have decided to live the Bitcoin crypto life where all the purchases that they make need to be with crypto. Well, while Travis was navigating LinkedIn, he encountered a gentleman who's got an incredible story and sold everything that he and his family had to invest in Bitcoin and live a decentralized life. His name is Didi Tawatu. And uh, hopefully I didn't butcher your name too much, Didi. But he's here to share his story with us on uh, Bad Crypto today. So welcome, my friend.
2: Hi guys, thank you for having me, man. It's an honor to be on your show. And uh, the name is Didi Taihutu. So yeah, you scrambled up a little bit, but that's not a problem. It's not the easy name.
0: <laughs> Taihutu. There we go. I got it right second time. Yeah. Taihutu. Excellent. Uh, well, we're glad you're here, and you do have quite a story. Uh, you know, you've got oh, and a family of five, right? Your your wife and uh, three daughters.
2: Yeah, exactly. Three daughters, 13, 12, and eight years old.
0: Okay. So tell us about, you know, your background before crypto. What uh, what did you do and what was life like?
2: Uh, before crypto, I had a really normal but very hectic life. I was a very materialistic guy. I had two companies, um, 20 employees, and I ran an online casino in Malta. So I did everything to be, to not be at home. Let's, let's, let's say like this. I, I was a workaholic because I lost my mother when she was 48 years old. I was 24 at the time and I couldn't um, face, you know, the feelings uh, of that. So I became a workaholic and built up companies and, um, yeah, just worked, worked, worked. And that is also where I uh, firstly met Bitcoin. It was in 2013. There was a guy on my office and uh, he, he was, uh, an, an, he was a guy from school and he was like, Oh, I have some, I heard something about Bitcoin. And I was like, Okay, tell me. Yeah, it's going to uh, change the world. It's, 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 a revolution and we can make millions with, him, with it. And I was like, this materialistic guy. I said, Okay, you can make millions with this. Tell me more. Tell me more. And that was when I first invested in, 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 in Bitcoin. That was in 2013. I, I invested um, about 30 K in, in mining rigs and start building mining rigs and start bidding, building Bitcoin. And that is when, uh, that was my first introduction to to cryptocurrency. Nice.
1: And then it's been a, it's been a crazy journey since then. And when we were, so there's like a, there's a documentary about about you that we saw this video that you had sent over, I guess it was on like New York times or something, right. That we'll put in the show notes. You guys can watch and, and see his journey and how he, how he went through the whole crypto rabbit hole and how he decided to sell everything. So so when when was that moment so right you're so 2013 you get into crypto you start investing in Bitcoin what what was the price around that time
2: so around that time uh, it was still around 200 bucks I think and then uh, of course we had uh, the run up to the 1200 dollar uh, time Um, you, you know what happened in, in, in the end of 2014 my father called me and he told me "Didi, are you sitting man I'm like, yeah I'm sitting there and you told me um, I just came back from the hospital and um, they diagnosed me with cancer and I have one more year to live. So in December 2014, I decided, wow, you know, 2015, I'm going to spend all the time with my father and my family because, you know, he has one more year and you want to do the last Easter, the last Christmas, all those last things you can do. So that is what I did. I hired a manager and, and he took care of the rest of the business in, in 2015. And in January 2016, he died after a year. And, At that moment in life, it's the second time for me. My mother was 48, he was 61. You realize, wow, what have I been doing? I've been running this hamster wheel, working, not seeing my kids grow up the way I wanted to see them grow up, uh, just for the money. And that was the moment I decided, okay, you know, I need to do something uh, different with life. Um, But I was too late, of course. I got a huge burnout um, because of all the arrangements, uh, the funeral and the inheritance and everything. And this burnout uh, made me decide to go and travel with my family. So um, I sold my company and I started traveling the world for a few months. But during this trip, everybody was talking to me again. Did you hear about Bitcoin? Do you know about Dogecoin? Do you know about Litecoin? And I was like, man, I'm I'm not into listening to your Bitcoin stories. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I mine Bitcoins and this is not Mm -hmm. the time.
0: You Bitcoin freaks, you crypto freaks, get out of my
2: face. Yeah, man, (laughs) stop with it, man. It's like I had the crash. You know, it was 1200. It went back to 200. I, I needed to sell a lot to get even with my uh, investment. So I was not in the happy moment of uh, believing, still believing in Bitcoin at that point. And that, that took till till I arrived on Bali in 2000 and um, 2016, beginning 2017. And then my friend started calling me. And He was like, "Didi, do you still have those uh, Dogecoins and and the Bitcoin?" I said, "Yeah, I still have a few, but they are at home." And I'm on the beach now, and I'm enjoying this beautiful sunset. I have a Bacardi Coke in my hand. I'm watching my kids doing all uh, tricks on the beach. You know, I, I, I'm not going to uh, look at the, the bitcoins. And, and he was like persuading me, "Please check it, man. They are flying. They are going up. It's happening. It's happening." And I was like, "What's happening?" He said, "The revolution is starting." And I was like, "Okay, I, I will check them tonight in hotel room." And I, um, that's when the first time I checked them again. And I was like, "Wow." They are going up, man. They are climbing, and I was able to pay to pay all the trip we have been doing just off the profit of the of the of the coins. I was still huddling, so that happened in Bali. And then the day after, I sat on the beach and I met this, this guy uh, from South Africa, and he was a, a guy who, who worked on an exchange, uh, but but a, uh, a fiat exchange. And he told me, "I'm going to quit my job. I'm going all in crypto." And I was like, "Why would you quit your job and go all in crypto, man?" It's like yeah, the money is—it's it's going to happen. The crisis is coming. Bitcoin is going to save the world, and that was the last, last—you uh, know—push I needed. And then I felt this ignition of my uh, motor again. You know, my, my my entrepreneurship. And I was like, I went up to the wife and I told her, "Let's let's sell everything we have. We have been traveling for nine months. We are very happy without any materialistic stuff. We just enjoy our kids, being with our kids. Let's just sell everything and go all in Bitcoin." And she, watched, she looked at me and she was like, "You, you, you what do you mean with all-end, Didi?" And I was like, all-end. <laughs> you will sell the cars, the house, the clothes, the bikes, my motorbike, everything. And she was like, you know, I, I can't even believe you will do this, man. You're the most materialistic guy I ever met. You're not going to sell your Jeep charity. You're not going to sell your motorbike. You, you have three daughters. You're not going to give all up that, that manhood, mm. manlyhood of yourself. And I'm like, okay, I will prove it. So I started selling the cars and buying bitcoins and then she agreed with me because you know we, we we agreed on one thing that we have been spoiling our kids too much and we have you know growing that letting them grow up in this very materialistic world and we played the same game you know giving them stuff and more and more and more to make them happy and then we decided that this not worth making us happy so I, I told her maybe it's a good thing to just live a minimalistic lifestyle to give everything away and buy bitcoins and even if we make profit with coins share it with charities and everything, you know, and just teach our children to be happy without having all that stuff around all the time. I need
0: more stuff, though. I need things. The, the TV tells me I need things. <laughs> yeah, Everybody a new tells one, me yeah. I need things.
2: Yeah, and every time you need a new one because then you have a, a ball screen and then you have a, sc- a circle screen and then, you know, I was the same. But, you know, at that point on the beach, we just agreed with each other. This is the time we are going to change. So we flew home and we put our house for sale for bitcoins and that came in the media and then yeah the media came flying uh, to the Netherlands and to do interviews and do all that stuff and we were still this uh, happy family just wanting to live on the beach and fishing every day for some food but that quickly changed
0: and and, and then crypto of course you know takes its run in 2017 and bitcoin goes up to $20,000 and you sold it all right or not.
2: No, no of course not no i was the hobbling type i was the type that was preaching to everybody man it's going to 100k don't sell now so 80 percent i couldn't even sell because it was at home on my hardware wallets and the 20 25 i'm lying i was trading with so this one i could uh, trade with and i did um but but the, the biggest part was just um in my in my safe at home on my hardware wallet i couldn't even sell it at the point that i uh, that it was at that um, now, so you hadn't you hadn't sold your home at that time yet. Then, yeah, the home was uh, the home was sold, but we started traveling immediately after. So when the home was sold, we started traveling. I, I just you know, and it was also beginning for me in the crypto. So the hardware wallet was ordered. The, the bitcoins mm-hmm. were put in the hardware wallet. I put in the, my parents-in-law ah, gotcha. the save, and they were there. And I and I took twenty five percent with me to trade on binance and all the things because I wanted to make more and more and more. Of course, so, because I love this trading game, I got mm. I got hooked to this trade trading game. So um, yeah, that was my playing money. Let's let's say like, that's cool. So,
1: so where are you today? So yeah. you've been traveling around. So you so you jumped in, you sold everything, and you snagged a bunch of big. So so you basically sold all your stuff for the most part, except your bare essentials. Is that how that worked? Everything.
2: So we we don't even have a, a normal money anymore. We just have a Wirex a, a car with a, with a bank account attached to it, of course. Uh, but we sold everything like our bikes, our house, our cars, our clothes, my motorbikes, the, the kids' toys, the kids' clothes, everything. We just travel around now. We have like uh, four bags of clothes. And we, we live this decentral life. And oh, till yeah. now, it has been easy because we are running into it. adventure after adventure yeah. is coming after us. Um, and, and, and we first went to Thailand to search for quietness, you know, because the first three months we were in the Netherlands, the media was like seven days a week. It was five days a week they were at their home. You know, they came flying from Australia, from Wall Street, from Russia, from Ukraine, all over the world. They came flying and filming, and I loved the attention. But My wife and the kids, the, after three months, they were like, wow, this is this is getting crazy. We were receiving fan mail and all those things, and then we decided to go to Thailand and to take some quiet time. But when we were on the beach in Thailand, a Russian guy uh, recognized us and he called a, a film or a company in Bangkok and they All flew right. over from Bangkok and started filming us over there. And then, so a few documentaries were made. Yeah, now, and then we decided as a family, what will we do? Will we just say no? Or will we just embrace that adventure and just, you know, use this platform to help other people in the world? Let, let us, you know, get money for the things we do and just give this money to uh, charities to poor people, then at least we are doing something good for the world. I love that. I love that you said the, that you're living
1: the decentral life. That's good. That's Maybe that maybe that's the title of this one, DD and the
2: Decentral Life. Um, I think it is. You know, I think that the world is changing, guys. I think the decentral lifestyle is coming back. You know, we all started when we, like many years ago, we started as nomads. You know, we, we went living in cities because there were jobs nothing else and now these these jobs are like being disconnected from cities again so people are are able to work online or, or at home so if jobs are being disconnected from cities maybe people maybe 30% of the uh, population will start traveling again and will be a nomad a digital nomad a digital decentralized crypto nomad i would prefer to call it they
0: should uh, they should turn that uh, unplugging into a token they could call it
2: Dis- disconnect, disconnect. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, yeah 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 that was a good word <laughs> so yeah i think that is happening and and that is what we are doing now for two and a half years I've been traveling for two and a half years. We just traveled from country to country. We explore crypto all over the world. I can see how crypto is blooming all over the world. It's still small, but you know, in every country you you find a city where it's big. And it's beautiful to see that if you go to Italy, to this small village, Rovereto it's called in Italy, and, and there are like 60 shops in this small picturesque Italian traditional city, but 60 shops already accept Bitcoin as a payment method. I could buy my driving license there. I could go to the hairdresser. I could buy toys for the kids, meat, food, uh, clothes, everything in this town. I can pay with Bitcoin already. So, And I see this all over the world, all small places. And at the end, it will be one. So so how exactly does
1: that work? Walk us through that. Because you mentioned some sort of credit card that you're using that I guess is attached to some exchange that you have your crypto on. Like, what happens when you want to, you know, get fiat currency? Because I know I've traveled. Joel and I we travel all over, and sometimes you just can't get away with not having fiat because the taxi don't doesn't have a credit card or something, right? You or there's no Uber in that area, or it's just difficult to get around without fiat sometimes. So how do you normally, you know, acquire fiat in that local area that you're in? And how does the
2: how does the debit credit card thing work with your with your exchange. So for us, it's like in, in the beginning, it was very difficult because mm-hmm. there were no debit card yet that, that were supporting everything for us. So the first year was like really trying to exchange Bitcoin, physical local Bitcoins and everything, you know, and, and that, that worked for us. But because we started traveling a little bit more, we needed this card. And then we were invited to London to the head office of Wirex, And, and they told us their story. And I was like, wow, this card is like, is this possible? And they gave me this Wirex credit card. And I went into London. I started buying some stuff for the kids, you know, and, and it worked, you know, it's, it's visa-supported. Um, mm-hmm. And we have been paying with this card all over the world. Um, you can even go to an ATM and, and cash money out if you want. We prefer to find shops that, accept Bitcoin, you know, where I can pay with my Bitcoin or crypto wallet. Um, so as a family, we started to slow travel a little bit more. So that means we have... Always a lot of time to find out which places mm-hmm. are like crypto hubs. So where you can spend your crypto a little bit more. And we tend to go there and, you know, and right. support those guys that accept crypto. And in the in, in the situation where it doesn't work, we use this card, this wirex. Mm. Yeah. So
1: does that help with like Expedia.com, accepting crypto? Do you like you you use those online portals to help you find that, or you normally try to do that locally?
2: Um, normally, I, I try to do it as much as possible locally. And 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 the thing I do is I go to those local. Um, uh, stores and if they don't do it I, I try to convince them to do it and you know to sit down with them for for a few hours and to teach them how they could accept Bitcoin and mm-hmm. how they set up a wallet and everything and if, if not of course online there are so many uh, websites that support crypto payment for traveling at the moment um, yeah, it's not difficult anymore but that also there we just try to live of the sharing economy so we try to share as much as possible so um, you know, you can even in, in Spain. that was even possible for me to go on these um, these motor scooters uh, in in the, in the city. You could po- I could pay them with Bitcoin. You know, so we we transported ourselves there with those motor scooters. And mm-hmm. in other countries, you can use Uber with Bitcoin. In, other, in Indonesia, I could pay the taxi directly with with Bitcoin. So we just try to search for for the ones that do support cryptocurrency, and then uh, yeah, go with them. Go with the flow.
0: Interesting. So. I would imagine that you're invited to be interviewed many times and often, and, and probably you go to crypto events and speak about this decentralized lifestyle. I'm wondering, you know, where is that leading for you? Is this, are you really into that? Like, hey, family, we're going to go wherever it is. I'm speaking. You know, do you want to write books? What do you want to do with this knowledge that you've acquired?
2: Um, So we already uh, wrote a book, or we have written a book, and that book was uh, only in Dutch. It's called uh, The Bitcoin Family. Uh, We sold everything for our dream. And this book is now being translated into uh, German, English, um, Chinese, uh, and Spanish, I think. Um, So so we we are selling this book as well. But, you know, after two and a half years traveling with nothing, we don't even care about, you know, having value or capital anymore so the thing we love to do is to share so we donated a lot to charities that support cryptocurrency and that accept cryptocurrency as a donation and so that's our focus so the, the if we sell books a huge part of the sales of these books will is, is being donated to those charities as well that's
0: great
2: B- you know we, because we we found out we are happy without all this money or millions of cryptocurrencies value, you know. Um, We are really happy when other people are happy. So if we share with those um, charities, we can see the the smiles on our kids' faces, but also on the faces of the kids you share with, you know. You you really educate your children uh, in what is good and what we need for the future. Uh,
0: You know, I know Travis would really smile if you donated some Bitcoin to him because he lost his.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I heard something about that, yeah, yeah.
0: Sorry, Travis. I that's just way had it, to bring it up again.
2: That's the way it goes. I like I like how you always bring that up.
1: That's fun. It always puts me in a good place. So so let me ask let me ask you this, D Day. So so you've traveled all over the world, right? And so like what are what are some of your favorite places that are crypto friendly and are pretty inexpensive? Because it would seem to me you're going to Thailand, you're going to some of these other places. These, a lot of these places are pretty cheap to travel to anyway and which ones are inexpensive and crypto
2: friendly i bet our audience would love to know some cool places to travel i mean you immediately need to go to thailand to the island kopangan kopangan is almost it's a very famous island for the full moon party mm-hmm. but it's like crypto hub at the moment i was there in a the crypto community and it, it was they, they bought a hotel and they started the crypto community over there and you can just chill there and support and do like Brainstorm sessions with all blockchain projects that come there. Restaurants are accepting cryptocurrency more and more in, 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 in all the small towns everywhere. So I prefer uh, Thailand and Copenhagen if it comes to me. But what I said, if you go to Italy, to this village, um, you, can, you can literally do everything for cryptocurrency, you know? But in, Italy, Even your driving. in Italy, huh? In, in Italy, it's called Hovereto. It's a very small town. Uh, we made a vlog about it it's on a youtube channel uh, the, uh, the bitcoin family um it's it's amazing what they are doing over there it's 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 just really cool to see what It's near near Venet- it? i think it's, it's near it's venice. In the north. yeah it's 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 a think an hour drive from venice oh wow it's um it's near lake garda so it's, i think it's an hour drive not more huh. um and this, you need to go there i, I will sh- if you google bitcoin um it's called bitcoin valley and um, They have a website there, and it's called Bitcoin Valley, and you can see all the stores that accept Bitcoin. And the town is very beautiful, and uh, it's, it's near a very, very uh, popular lake in, in Italy, where a lot of people go for their holiday. It's 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 just amazing to see how. Yeah, Joel beach. is actually
1: know. in Venice right now, Mister Joel. Khan, we got you a new task. Yeah, as
0: we're yeah. recording this, I am I am in Venezia, and it is absolutely beautiful here. So
1: rent
2: a gondola and drive on up there. <laughs> yeah, check it, man. Check it. It's really cool. Yeah. So that these are the towns I love, and um you know, we are at the moment we are in the Netherlands because um, your my brother got his first child, so we went here for a few weeks, and and we are planning if, if something new at the moment, and and that will I think that will be amazing. I think that will be huge. Um, I think can you
0: talk about that? Is there you know? Can you give us a preview of coming attractions?
2: Yeah, I think I can. Um. It's, we are still searching for sponsors, so I need, so I need to talk about it as well. Um, you know, it's. I figured out that we have a few passions as a family, and uh, one of the passions is cryptocurrency. One of the passions is traveling, um, and one of the the passions is, is is helping others. So I figured out to combine those, and, and and what we came up with now is that a few weeks ago, this this beautiful um, Chinese uh, lady. Uh, contacted me that she wanted to do something with her story she was like touched by the story and she was like no she was the uh, producer at uh, discovery channel and she made a, a, a documentary award-winning a documentary and she was i'm going to make a documentary for you guys and what do you think if you take this documentary and go and screen it on all blockchain events all over the world how you Left on cryptocurrencies, what it did with your family to change from materialism to minimalism, how this, you know, this, this beautiful piece of, of, of film that we can share on, on blockchain events. And on top of that, we do a Q&A. And then on top of that, I want to do um, a sort of Bitcoin family challenge where we challenge other families or people to live on crypto solely for a few days. And then during those challenges, they need to do some tasks. And one of those tasks is, for example, uh, get, getting donations at family and friends and do those donations. We will donate, donate to a charity in that country where the, the blockchain event is uh, taking place. Um, we want to combine this with treasure hunts where we want to uh, hide one Bitcoin on a, on a ledger or whatever, somewhere in this town where we are going to do a blockchain event. And then, you know, people can sign up for this hunt and then, you know, go and find the, this treasure, this physical Bitcoin on a hardware wallet. We are going to be part of a series as well. Uh, It's called The Real Cryptos. Um, And all this, we want to combine in a package. We want to buy a car with two tents on the the rooftop and all stick it with cryptos, Bitcoin and everything. And then we want to start driving the world for two years and screen this documentary all over the world on the blockchain events and everything where where we take, um, you know, revenue from the event, from the speaking, from... The, the charity, from the challenges, from the treasure, treasure hunt, all that money we are going to donate to good causes in that country where we are, and we are let people choose this through a decentralized uh, platform, uh, uh, blockchain platform, of course. So this is something we want to do now, and um, um, we are searching for some sponsors to help us you know, with the planning and shipping the car from uh, continent to the next continent so everything in in what has you know we want to educate people in the true fundamentals and values of bitcoin and blockchain not the, just the mooning and the and the lambo mentality but the real uh, uh, fundamentals behind it and at the same time help the people where bitcoin essentially is made for and that that will we do uh, we will do by 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 sharing you know sharing is caring that's so good. this whole project will take, I think, two years, driving around the world as a family, and and this again will be filmed. All the things we will live through in this uh, period uh, at the end will be made to a to a, to a documentary film again, and then uh, broadcasted peer to peer through the blockchain. So um, we want to create a movement. You know, we are the Bitcoin family as a small family of five. I want to create a huge Bitcoin family of of, of millions of members that care for other people that are not in this scene for, you know, for, for the Lambo mentality and the millions, but that they are, that are there in the scene for Mm -hmm. sharing, you know, making unbanked banks, you know, helping other people in the world with the profits we are now making because we are early adapters in this beautiful um, evolution or revolution, however you will call it. So this is our next uh, big adventure. We want to, that's
1: great. That's that's like, uh, we want to be your, we want to be your Bitcoin cousins. We want to be part of the family, like maybe like a second cousin, like your like your like yeah. your dad's like your you dad's be, you know cousin, your father's uh, uncle's sister's brother, his nephew's next door neighbor.
2: Yeah, you, yeah, you can travel <laughs> with me, and we you you will be the. I, 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 we need to make three tents on the roof. Let's see if that fits on the car. <laughs> I'm yeah, why not?
0: I'll, I'll be happy you, just, we, to be you, be just to be the family pet. Can I be like the parakeet or something? I just want to be along for the ride.
2: Right,
1: <laughs> right. Well,
2: that's yeah. great. I need I, I need some manly company to have a Bacardi Coke in the evening. So I, I'm not against that. That's true. You're, you're surrounded by estrogen over there with, with your three girls yeah, and your wife. Exactly. You, you, need, you, do, you do need a you need a crypto brother. I need a crypto brother, but I also need media partners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great.
0: Well, fantastic, uh, Didi. We really appreciate you sharing your story with us and the world. And uh, we've got. Links to your sites in the show notes where you guys can check that out. And uh, we wish you the best on your decentralized journey.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. Again, guys, it's an honor to be on your show. And uh, I hope I hope it will bring us um, and some some luck and some Bitcoins in the future so we can share a little bit more with, with the people that need it.
1: Didi so Didi. You need did the best. I tell you what, living on Bitcoin almost as much as Mr. Joel Kama's living the Vita Loca.
0: You're halfway there, living yeah. on a prayer that Bitcoin yeah. will go back up again. Mm-hmm. And happy birthday, <laughs> actually, it's still your birthday. It, it's still my birthday, that's what they say, by I the way. I can't believe you're but,
1: doing an interview on your birthday, you're, so, you're such a hard worker.
0: Well, we're actually recording a couple of days beforehand, because... Yeah, so uh, I
1: gotta keep telling you a happy birthday, it's not your birthday yet. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Why you got go to I'm go? Lying, I'm lying to the people.
0: <laughs> why you got to swear and turn this episode explicit, Mr. Travis? Right?
1: Oh man, you know what? It's it can be ble- it can be bleeped out. One Aaron word. already bleeps those out automatically.
0: We're, field, we're explicit. So. Just a you know quick market update as we close out today. Right now, as of this recording, which is actually May the third at uh, almost six PM here in Denver, Bitcoin and the markets have been on a little bit of a run. It's at fifty-seven sixty-seven. Mm-hmm. And Ethereum is sitting at 167. That was like after falling down to 150. And people were thinking Bitcoin might fall through, you know, the 5000 support level again. But uh, things are looking nice today.
1: Things are looking good. You know what? It's been it's been an interesting ride, man. Crypto goes up, crypto goes down. We talk about that all the time. And you know what? It's just fun to kind of watch it. We've been doing this thing now almost two years. So in, in a couple of months. On the eighteenth of July, that will be the two year mark. Are we going to have another birthday party for Bad Crypto in? in uh, we need to talk about it. Maybe, maybe. Crypto's hey, what that? What We've the hell is
0: about. this? The, the number fourteen coin is called Cosmos. The token is Adam. Number fourteen, and it's worth it's a
1: billion dollar market cap. Where the hell did that come
0: from? And what is it? Any idea?
1: Um, I, somebody asked about that in the Discord, and uh, Marshall was like, "It's a, it's just some pump coin that popped but, up." So I don't know. I've not even I've literally done no research. Uh, I'm looking at it
0: right now. Maybe we should like maybe it'd be fun just to do a uh, talking tokens just to look at a new coin that I've never even heard of until I looked right now and like, what? What is this? Talking tokens with Travis and Jones. Stay bad, bad, bad. Five dollars and thirty two cents a coin right now. How many? To- how many tokens there are there? There are 190 million in change. A uh, total supply, actually, 238 million. Uh, 190 million in circulation right now, but the market cap is a billion dollars.
1: It's pretty weird. How much? It's very out? weird. And the volume. Bad bad coin, bad coin is worth a thousandth of a penny.
0: <laughs> bad coin will always pretty be good. worthless to me.
1: It's good. You know, actually, it's being traded on the BOA exchange right now, and uh, there's some action going on about it. I've seen it. Uh, I've seen the price going up going down. It's like, it's pretty volatile. Some I saw one time it was negative 195% one day. Then the next day it was up 83% and then it was down 65%. And then it was up like something percent. So like huge swings because it's brand new and there's not a lot of people buying it and selling it. There's a lot of people selling it. There's people starting to buy it, you know? So It's funny to watch out. Yeah, but, you know,
0: when we were talking earlier offline, you mentioned that, you know, because we've got over 300 miners, that if we had a 1,000 miners, that we would be in the top 10% of coins, you know, that are being mined in terms of the number of people that are mining them. What were the numbers you had on Ethereum and some of the others?
1: Well, Ethereum has like 135,000 miners. Uh, Ravencoin has like 34,000 miners. And there's some other ones as well they're going. I don't remember off the top of my head. They're on one of the. They're on the um, the bad coin uh, announcement thread that we're going to put up on uh, Bitcoin Talk. Yeah, and so like one of the one of the bottom ones was had 400 miners, and it was like a two million dollar market cap. And we already have 300, and we've not even done any marketing or advertising. I'm thing,
0: still just shows. you know what what excites me is that this blockchain that Marshall and the team created is something that anybody can now mine crypto doesn't matter where you are in the world you can mine bad coin with your computer and that is
1: super fun it's revolutionary nobody it's it's literally a peer-to-peer network that is powered by the most fair it's the fairest blockchain that's mineable in existence today that's exactly what it is and it sounds when you're talking about it, you're like oh that sounds so boastful But, I mean, people are in there with with a room full of ASICs, and there's people mining with a MacBook Pro or an old-school Pentium computer, and they're earning Bitcoin at around the same rate that the other guys are. So it's really cool how we've got it all set up. It became a legit blockchain from our idea of originally that was kind of a joke and just kind of a community token to give away, to teach and have fun. But everybody who was an early listener of Bad Crypto, who got some of that original Bad Coin, has now been able to convert that over to this new bad coin that's on this bad coin chain that's off the chain.
0: And that's our bad coin update uh, number two, part two for this episode. You can't tell that we're we're yeah. excited.
1: It's crazy. You know what? It's like 300 concurrent miners right now, and the number seems to be growing at about 20 a day, 20, 25 a day. We start getting some publication news writing about it, and then, man, we're going to get some huge people coming on mm-hmm. the thing. All right, gang. Uh, we'd
0: right, love right. to hear from you, of course. Why not give us a call? Tell us your thoughts on bad coin or whatever else you want to think about, talk about in the crypto market. The hotline number is 708-885-9030. We just want to hear the sound of your voice. And, of course, you can always email us, badcryptopodcast at gmail.com. Jamel is French,
1: don't you know? Yeah, and where's Crypto Furious? We haven't heard from you Yeah, you know think that
0: sounds like Alex Jones. <laughs>
1: Alex Jones Furious. You guys out
0: there, use your real intelligence, not the artificial one, and stay bad.
1: Who's that?